It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X92 Nights X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Thursday, June 22nd, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. I've got some phlegm in my chest and throat or something. And when I try it, when I laugh, I start coughing. Yeah, so I. There were times today where you made me laugh, and I was like, don't laugh too hard, or it's going to turn into a crazy coughing fit. I've been there before, so. and it's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> I used to have some mucus stuff. I actually had to just throw it out because it was, you know, old when I was going through. But yeah, it was like the, what do they call it? Expect, expectorant? Is that what it's called? That sounds like a Harry Potter spell. It does. But when I went, I remember I went to the, the pharmacy. I was just like, I've got some, like, weird phlegm that I just need to get rid of. And they're like, okay, try this. And it was... I don't think expectorant is the right word, but it's very similar to that. I have to look it yeah, up like, now. We'll take you to the phlegm section right over here. Phlegm, yeah, here's how you get rid of that phlegm. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yesterday we were trying to find, well, you look for that. Yesterday we were trying to find our oldest listener. Yes. And we found quite a few in their 60s. Yes. A couple in their 70s. Yeah. The oldest listener as of right now, a regular listener, is a dude who's 75. Yeah. So I don't know if he's going to retain the crown or if our search will turn up someone even older who listens regularly i was saying that i'd like to give him a shout i'd like to chat with him yeah uh so we might have him on the air at some point just and to see maybe from that we will get an older listener but uh, so far there are two 70 yeah 74 year old and a 75 year old both of them very active listeners and because uh, when the station went on the air they would have been about 60 mm-hmm. and this station is always clearly targeted younger people yeah. so this is obviously a very adventurous and open-minded 75-year-old. Yes. Yeah, which is awesome. Also, it is called an expectorant. That is it. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I was like, excuse me? And they're like, this. And then they gave me the phlegm thing, the mucus one. I was like, okay, cool. Thanks. This one's for phlegm. This is for phlegm. On today's show, uh, Vancouver soft story you may have seen, but we had a good laugh about this. This is just ridiculous. Yeah. We're going to talk about athletes who have inspired us and perhaps inspired you. Some of the dumbest things people have heard working in tourism out in the Rocky Mountains here. And a blast from the past after your out-of-context clip of the show. Give me that, Noogie! Oh, yeah! Oh, oh, get oh, in can there! You hear that? Noogie yeah. down ahead. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. It's also an officially throwback Thursday on the show. It is, yeah. Shauna, do you remember Noogies? Yeah. You remember Noogies, right? I mean, I never... I don't think I ever got a Noogie. You never got a Noogie? No. I saw people would get you, noogies, though. Would you like a noogie? I would right, rather not. Would you like a noogie? A noogie what a dumb right thing. Like, do you, do you ever think about the concept of how stupid that is? It's so stupid. Like, you grab somebody by the neck and then you rub your knuckles on their head, essentially. Like, this is where it's interesting. Okay. There are two different definitions of noogie. Oh. They're very similar. One involves the rubbing of the knuckles on the head. Yes. The other one involves knocking someone on the head with your knuckles, which is essentially just like. Wrapping them on the head. That doesn't like punching someone in the head. I've never seen it. No, that's not a no. If you Google, I know that's what I I knew. Then the rubbing of the knuckles. You right? rub the knuckles, which <laughs> again, not that it makes it any better. That also is dumb. But if you uh, look it up, you'll find just whacking definitions somebody both. with knuckles on the head. Yeah, that's like pun- that's punching somebody in the head. That's not a noogie. You can't give it a cute name like a noogie. No, it's just a punch in the head. Wow, noogie is the funniest word too. Hey? It is. What like, a funny word. Where did noogie come from? Where did we... Who started the noogie? I don't know. Who started rubbing and, people's knuckles on you? Like, this is a very weird thing. And noogies kind of went away, didn't they? I think yeah. you and I lived... Pro- we grew up probably in the golden age of the noogie. Oh, uh, probably. You sure you don't want one? Are people Pretty- still pantsing people, by the way? Is that still a thing? 
I don't think that'll ever go away. I was going to say, I, I hope that, pantsing hasn't gone anywhere. Because that, I understand. The noogie makes no sense. I think the first pantsing happened five minutes after the invention of pants. Absolutely. And it was funny then. Yep. I mean, it is bullying. Don't do it to someone. When they were called pantaloons <laughs> back then. and They pantaloonsed him. They pantaloonsed him. Okay, why is... <laughs> Come over here for a noogie. No. Come bring that head over here, Shauna. No. You're going to have your first noogie live on Can the I air? Can I give you a noogie? Give you me a noogie. You don't even have any hair. I know. Okay, give me a noogie. Okay, fine. In fine. front of the whole city. Come all on. Right, all right, all right. Give me that noogie. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh get oh, in can there. Can you hear that? Noogie yeah. that head. Woo! Oh, my. Start the day off with a noogie. That's a weird... We're talking about how my dad was in the hospital. Um, He's just recovering from shoulder surgery. He's fine. But you know what else you can't look good doing or look cool doing, Beckler? What's that? Wearing a hospital gown. Yeah, absolutely not. You just can't look cool when your fun bridge is hanging out, okay? Like, if you're, no matter what, whether it's you splitting your pants or you're you're walking around in one of those ridiculous hospital gowns, like, could we not make a hospital gown that was just a little more modest, do you think? I don't think there's a reason for it. Oh, man. It's not a fashion show and they need access to your, uh... Your to your Wurlitzer back there, don't they? Yep, they sure do. Like, you just cannot look cool when your pillow sack is hanging out. Who's the coolest person you can think of? Who's the coolest person in the world? Oh, man. Like Slash? He's pretty cool. Slash is super cool. Yeah. Picture Slash in a hospital gown. Does he yep. still have the ta- the top hat on when you're picturing him? Yeah, he Yeah, does. they've let him wear the top hat still. Obviously, yeah. And he looks a lot cooler than I do in a hospital gown, yeah. but he still doesn't look cool. Also, pretty funny. We need access to your air fryer, Slash, but you can still wear your top hat. <laughs> can it's I fine. wear my top hat and sunglasses? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Absolutely. As long as we can get your, uh, get at your dog pound back there. Yeah, as long as we can get to your taco kitchen. Man, that's just something that you simply cannot look cool. You really can't. No. It's not possible. Yeah, yeah. Your panini press, if it's out, you're not looking cool. Your steam trunk. Your humperdink. Your trash can. Your fun bridge. Your cake boss. Your rocket dock. Your horn, bl- your horn blower. <laughs> your poly pocket back there. <laughs> your penny farthing. Aladdin's bazaar. <laughs> your pepper grinder. So many things in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> Aladdin stolen a loaf of bread. He's on the move. There he goes. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Friend of the show, Matthew, sent me a Terry of the Month nominee. Oh, good. It's in this video. It's the foreman on a construction site. It looks like they're doing rebar. And he's dressing down one of his workers for being an idiot. Uh, I'll just, I've cleaned up the swearing. As you know, there's lots of it. Yes. See if you can make out what's going on here. You have no idea what's even going on. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. Oh, man. I love when the guy, the other guy pipes in and says, this proves that the education system is... <laughs> He's like, I, t- I told you two things yesterday. You told me you were completely losing me. All I said was get a pencil and a hammer. Oh, my God. That's so funny. That's really funny. Yeah. The dumbest guy on site's going to have a rough time. Oh, man. And it's really funny because uh, like, people who have never worked in that environment will hear that and just think, like, how could your boss talk to you like that? Uh, but it's fairly standard fairly standard I'm not saying it's right no I'm not saying that's how people should be talked to at work Um, but if like if you're if you work in an office, you're never going to hear that. Any labor Whereas, jobs is a bit different, especially yeah. like when other people's safety is you you know you kind of <laughs> yeah you, you're gonna get you're gonna get an earful. For sure. 
so funny. Can you hear he's just oh had enough God. with this guy, hey? Holy, that's funny. So this is a Terry of the Month nominee in honor of all the Terry Foreman who have idiots working for them yep. and have had enough. <laughs> and Shauna podcast. I'm part of a Banff local Facebook group, uh, which I know I'm, I'm not a Banff local, but for research purposes, sometimes I try and sneak into these groups just to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a post <laughs> yesterday from, from this guy, and it just says, you know, I've been working in the tourism industry for almost 20 years, and today was the first day somebody told me I ruined their vacation. He said, <laughs> it's a pretty good streak. And then he admits he doesn't work at a front desk or a server. So he said, this probably protects me a bit from this. And my God, Becker, the comments are absolutely hilarious. I wonder what he does. Is he like a tour guide or something? That's a good but- question. But this is it's just an influx of employees in Banff who have been told that they've ruined vacations. And like these are all current employees. Oh, man. What a talking. funny thing to say to someone. Holy hell. I like, just want you to know that you have ruined our vacation. Ruined the entire thing. Just <laughs> listen to some of these comments. Let me guess. It's raining and they can't see the mountains. I've been told I've ruined several vacations <laughs> for not being able to control the weather. <laughs> the next person said, one person asked for a refund saying they paid for the view and there isn't one. Sorry, Snow. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me it's so cold at the top of the gondola where there is still snow visible all over the main streets? Last week, an American couple told me I speak really good English for an Australian. Oh, my God. That's pretty funny. Like, sometimes, you know, you hear these and you you read these and I'm always like, are they fake? But these are all current employees. And this is all stuff that's happened the last year to these employees in Banff. And when you deal with the public, sometimes you're going to get the very dumbest members of the public coming through. Today, somebody called me and asked, how's the traffic going to be on Canada today? And how much time should I take to get there? She I wasn't too happy that I couldn't see the future and tell her what the traffic was going to be like on Canada Day. Well, that one I kind of understand. It's like, how busy do you guys usually that's get on it. the big holidays? I right? was thinking, I was like, that's fairly reasonable. If you just to uh, just say a lot is going to be busy. Do I need to leave that's an hour all. early, three yep. hours early? This one, I got a review on TripAdvisor and it just said, Ryan ruined Christmas. <laughs> He ruined Christmas. Yep. What did I was you do? T- I was told I ruined a 10th anniversary last week because it rained and my guests got wet. And then this I was I was asked for a refund because they didn't see a bear. And then somebody said, <laughs> "So was I. They had a photo shoot scheduled but wanted a bear in the background." Oh my god. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could keep a straight face. <laughs> you realize that was, you don't tell bears where to go. Holy hell. Like it was, I was at the front desk and they come up and we're just like, you ruined my vacation. There was no bear present. I'd be like, what, what you, you should do is strip down and cover yourself in honey and then go out into the woods yep. and you might see a bear. Then climb the fence, okay, <laughs> and go into the bear's hideaway and then maybe oh. you'll see one. That's okay. so funny. The ones about the weather, too. Holy like, crap, yeah. You ruined my vacation because it's raining. Yeah, I can't see the mountains. My vacation is now ruined. What can you do other than laugh in those situations, it's right? True. You gotta just laugh. Cry laugh. I'm cry laughing right now. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Colin says, I worked in Jasper for 12 years. Top two comments are, is this mountain man-made? <laughs> <laughs> and is that the same moon here as it is in Florida? Those are both unbelievably wow. 
That yeah. is, that's new. Sometimes yeah. they say there are no dumb questions, but... I think there is. Yep. This is where I draw the line. Is yep. that the same moon here? Like... I mean, I understand. Everybody has had those moments where you Absolutely. you don't realize something really obvious. But when someone asks a question as dumb as, is that the same moon as in Florida? It makes me wonder how they got here. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, how did you... You just don't question things. Get a passport just... and get a plane ticket and manage to get on that plane yeah. and get all the way here. They probably almost didn't. That's <laughs> Probably a few moments along the way where it was iffy. <laughs> just pinballing <laughs> through life, just, eh? Just yep. bounced into the checkout people and like that way and That's then bounced it. off. Yeah, the, people are just helping guide them, down. but eventually they might just, <laughs> they might lose that game. Okay, game over might happen like, for them, It's but. complicated to be an adult in the world, it isn't is. it? Like yeah. there are things, there are paperwork that needs to be done. There are things that you need to have in order. Uh-huh. You need to have a job that requires some level of competence. Yeah. And then to ask if it's the same moon. Yeah. Wow. No. This one's good from Catherine, too. So Catherine said, oh, where does her message start? My favorite one was when I worked for a company in the Yukon that sold helicopter glacier tours. We had a few weeks of warmer weather. Bear in mind, warm for Yukon isn't the same as warm for most places. And a guest wanted wanted me to call Skagway, Alaska to visually confirm that the glacier she was due to land on hadn't melted. Never mind that it's millennia of ice, and if it had melted, Skagway would have had bigger problems. Well, I can see she thinks it's like an ice cube, you know? Like, right. you put it outside, and if it gets a little too warm, that ice cube's going to melt. So it's just a giant ice cube floating. It's all... Catherine said the absolute best part was I had to call from my little office in the Whitehorse Hotel lobby long distance to our sister office in Skagway with this irate Karen standing in front of me and with a straight face explained to my colleague what I wanted them to do. My coworker put me on speakerphone and asked me to repeat myself, and the whole office burst out laughing. Yep. And of course, I had to just stand there and not laugh or even crack a smile because she was deadly serious. I mean, that is really the biggest impressive thing that these people have to deal with. You have to be <laughs> straight-faced. Right. You can't be like, are you friggin' serious? Yeah. Like, you have to be... You can't be like, yeah. how dumb are you, Hang Ping on, Pong I'll... man? No, ma'am. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a glacier. It's enormous. It's, yep. it's thousands of years old. It's not, it's not going anywhere There's a technique that you use in acting where if you think of yellow, it, it helps you not laugh. And I'm like, really? I wonder if... Yes. If you think of yellow, for some reason... It, you don't laugh. It's a very strange thing, but I'm wondering if this is what these front desk workers also have to do, because it would be tough not to laugh when you hear something that dumb. No, I've never heard that before. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you don't want to laugh... Yeah. Think, yeah, like, visualize yellow for some reason. I don't know why. Okay. I haven't looked I'll in the science behind it. I'll next time but... I'm about to laugh at an inappropriate moment. Mm-hmm. But you're right, that would be the toughest part, is you have to treat each guest with respect, yep. even if they maybe don't deserve it. Nope. Well, what you deserve is a house that feels like it's yours. And Shane Homes can make that happen with their affordable customization. You go in there, you look at their floor plans, and you say, this is almost perfect, but we wish it was just slightly different. We wish this pantry was a little bigger. We wish that we had an office instead of of a den at the front of the house. Well, guess what? Shane Homes can make that happen for you at a very affordable rate. Shane Homes. The better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Shauna, have you heard of the? I think it's, is it the gel man amnesia effect or the gel man amnesia effect? I'm not sure if it's a soft or a hard G, but the uh, neither of them. You haven't heard of either of that. No. Okay. 
So um, you and I are both big advocates for media literacy yeah. and trying to dismantle our own biases and you know make more sense of what we see in the news. And totally. I think that's true of many people who listen to this show as well. So this is kind of relevant to that. Okay. Um, but it's basically the idea that like we assume that what we're reading, I guess most of us assume that what we're reading in the news is accurate. And I know there's lots of people who think it's all fake news and that. Yep. But you know, if I read something, Generally, I assume, and if they yes. quote an expert, I mm-hmm. assume that the person knows what they're talking about. But it's the idea that, like, if you are an expert in the subject matter, you're going to see these errors all over the place. But then you just continue reading everything else as if it's also true. Interesting. So I'll give you this quote here. This is from um, Michael Crichton, who's an author and a, I believe a filmmaker. I think he wrote Jurassic Park, like the, the novel Jurassic Park that the film is based on. But he says, you open the newspaper to an article on some subject you know well. I don't know who he's talking about here, but in Murray's case, physics in mind, show business. You read the article and see the journalist has absolutely no understanding of either the facts or the issues. Often the article is so wrong it actually presents the story backward, reversing cause and effect. I call these the wet streets cause rain stories. The paper's full of them. In any case, you read with exasperation or amusement the multiple errors in a story and then turn the page to national or international affairs and read as if the rest of the newspaper was somehow more accurate about Palestine than the baloney you just read. You turn the page and forget what you know. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Yep. And it's, I mean, I, it's true for me. I'll read comments sometimes on the internet about our industry yeah. that are so wrong. And I've even in times tried to jump in and correct them, but at that point, it's like everyone's read the misinformation and no one sees what I wrote. But I mean, a but, comment online is different than a, a journalist reporting wrong. And I don't, I'm sure that that's the case with a few articles, but I feel like overall. Well, I mean, if you think about a really complicated topic and the amount yeah. of time that it takes to become an expert in that right. subject, and the story is flopped on a journalist's desk, like what? A week out, if they're lucky. Yeah. Like, here, become an expert in this and write a story on it and inform the public in the next... You're right. When it comes to anything complicated like that, yeah, I was thinking generic kind of news stories where it's just presenting facts is one right. thing, but you're right. If there's a complicated issue, if it's to do with politics or technology, let's say, anything like that, then... Yeah, global affairs, how would anything you like that. Like become an expert overnight, yeah. Very difficult. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, like I said, I've done that. I've read comments that I know are wrong, yep. that I know are wrong. And then I'll continue reading through the Internet as if everything else I'm reading is more accurate. It's you true. Know? So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Never heard of that term before, but the the Gelman or the Gelman amnesia I effect. figure that out. It's G-E-L-L-M-A-N-N. Mm-hmm. Gelman amnesia effect. But it's something to keep in mind as you consume media. And again, it doesn't stick out until... I can think of some other examples of this, like... John Oliver always used to do those pieces, you know, where he'd take a subject and spend 20 minutes tackling it and right. people would be like, this is the definitive opinion on this on this subject. But if it was ever a subject that you knew a little bit about, you could see how cherry-picked his, his argument was. Totally. But then I'd watch the next one and be like, oh my God, he's right. Yeah. You know? So yeah. we're all guilty it of it, all I think. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just so you know, we are not experts at no. anything. So if you ever I, think that of us, then you're very wrong. I've said before, I'm not even an expert at this. Nope. And this is the one thing I know best is, you know, radio and media and yep. like compared to what our bosses know, I don't I, know anything. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Don't ever. Oh, no. 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 Mm-mm. We're here for the lulls. And the fart jokes. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. As you mentioned on the news, uh, Mike Vernon is now entering the Hockey Hall of Fame, which is pretty yes, damn cool. Yes, he was one of the inductees yesterday. Yeah, uh, and a friend of mine is super excited about this because Mike was the one who inspired him to become a goalie. 
And he's a he's a small guy too. And growing up, he saw Mike Vernon and was like, I want to play hockey, but I want to become a goalie. And he stuck through it. And I was just like... It, so Mike Vernon's his favorite player? Oh yeah, he has yeah. tons of signed Mike Vernon merch. And like, so this is a big deal for him. He was so excited that he was making it into the Hockey Hall of Fame. And it got me thinking, I was like, how cool is that? That these athletes truly do inspire kids to get into the sport, to mm-hmm. play the sport, to, to play the certain position, to commit fully. Like, it is kind of cool to think about because you don't think about it that often. And then all of a sudden you look back and you're like, holy crap, like that player had a, a big influence into his sporting life. Yeah, like, it would probably be an individual athlete's greatest comp- contribution to the world, right? Yeah. To inspire other people to get active and totally. to play sports and to have a love for that. Is there any particular athlete that inspired you in that way, like to actually get into a sport or play a certain position or anything like that? Not really. Okay. No, because I was I was into like hockey, for example, before I you know really knew the players and stuff. Right. Um, it, I mean, it was probably my dad. Yeah. Right. Like my dad inspired me. He loved hockey, so I wanted to play hockey, and Which, he's the reason I cheer for all the teams that I do. He was also uh, he played he played drums in a band when he was growing up, so he's the reason that I think I'm a drummer too. Ah, so, uh, that's yeah, awesome. I just wanted to be like my dad. So your dad also needs to be in the hockey hall of fame, obviously, <laughs> for inspiring young, very promising young athletes like myself. Yeah, <laughs> but it's funny because as as a, a girl, it's a little different uh, because I know a ton of friends who certain players did inspire them to get into hockey or again play a specific position in hockey or baseball but as a girl growing up I liked sports but you'd watch it and you're like well there's no girls on this team so there was never like a this athlete is I have the dream to maybe make the NHL because of this athlete I knew I could never make the NHL so it's a little weird in that way for me there were snowboarders when I was really young and I started getting into snowboards there were a couple young like girls in snowboarding that I thought were really cool because that was before snowboarding was as accessible for women Mm -hmm. as it is now too Um, and like it wasn't Jamie Anderson back then but there were a few that I remember seeing and being like I can I can be like them and it made me keep going Um, representation matters Shauna totally but even uh, Jamie Anderson recently who's uh, an Olympic snowboarder and she's one of the best out right now but after I had my knee surgery which was fairly recent she was a huge inspiration because she had been through a lot of injury and got back onto a snowboard. Mm -hmm. And I went through a phase of like being terrified to get back onto a snowboard because I thought I was just going to do the same thing again. And it was such a long recovery. So she truly made me go, like I'd go to the gym and I'd watch clips of her and stuff. And I actually read her biography and it helped me continue to build up strength and lose that fear that I had for a while. And I was like, that's a pretty big inspiration. For sure. And it kept me motivated throughout the whole time. So do you think, think young women today are more inspired by female athletes in their sport or by by males like if you're a young female hockey player in Canada right now you, it would be females. are you you think so you're looking it up to like the Haley Wickenheisers the Marie Philip Lenz and yeah. not like Connor McDavid and totally yeah because realistically you see Connor and you're like well like I'll never make the NHL because women aren't in the NHL that's how I would look at it, right? So I'd say I want to be like this woman who is breaking the barriers as close to we can. Right, who's at the top of her a, sport. For sure. And you'd be like, I am inspiring to be as good as she is and then better, right? Interesting. Yeah. I don't think this is the answer you were looking for, but when you mentioned you know, being in the gym and watching Jamie Anderson's videos to get yeah. motivated... Sometimes the big meatballs at the gym inspire me. Yeah. When I look around and see the huge steroid monkeys, That's- I'm like, well, I may never get there, but I should probably do an extra set 
because look how big that guy is. Well, this so, is ridiculous, but when I was a kid, Charlize Theron inspired me to start working out from Italian job and won a Mini Cooper. And that really hmm. was how I got into the gym because I saw her and she's like, she's super fit. She's not a steroid monkey in the gym, though. But, uh, I mean, again, that's a weird... Inspiration can, to get from Charlize Theron. I could point you in the direction of some great steroid monkeys if you, you? if you would like that. The meatballs, so, the gym meatballs. Yeah, if you need a meatball for inspiration. Okay. I can help you out there, Shauna. Do you have any feminine meatballs in the gym oh, that I could look Oh, we got to? those too. Oh, we got great. all kinds of meatballs, Shauna. I need, I need a lady meatball. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Etymology with Shauna. Yesterday we were talking, you were uh, telling me about your neighbor who's at least six foot eight. Yeah. And I said, well, six foot eight is nothing to shake a stick at. And then I wondered why I said that. Yeah. Why, it's a weird thing it, to say. Yeah. So to refer to something that shouldn't be dismissed or, or taken lightly, we say that's nothing to shake a stick at. Yeah. Why do we say that, Shauna? Well, um, I looked into it and there's a lot of... Again, maybe this is one of those where it's tough to really know. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest and best theory they have is that farmers uh, used to control their sheep by shaking their staffs to show where the animals should go. Okay. So they would shake a staff and kind of direct the sheep. And so if there were more sheep than they could control, then they had more than you can shake a stick at. Oh. So that's kind of where they think it may have started, and then it's morphed from there. But they think it's just from farmers who were just like, well, and then, oh, there's too many damn sheep. Did I use the phrase wrong? No, I think... It kind of sounds like I did. Well, I think that it had a different, uh, like, meaning back then. Because nothing to shake a stick at is kind of how we use it now. You're right, though. I've heard it also, like, uh, you know, oh, there were more, more birds than you could shake a stick at, right? More... So maybe I used it wrong. Because the way you're describing it, it has to do with more with quantity. Yeah. Quantity of something. It's true. But again, with all of these etymologies, things do morph over time. So hmm. it could have morphed. I don't know. Or maybe you just, maybe you were wrong. Maybe I was flat out wrong. No, but I've definitely heard it used that way as well. Just as common. So maybe we're all wrong when we use it then. Is a shepherd's stick called a staff? I thought it was called a crook. A shepherd's crook. A I wizard carries a staff. Oh, a wizard like... Sakes. Gandalf the Grey, mm-hmm. who then became Gandalf the White. I'm so happy that the Lord of the Rings music is not as easily accessible right elves. now, so we don't have to hear that while you go on. Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Alejandra sent us a real good Vancouver Soft story, Beckler. Ah, well, we'll get our Vancouver Soft music going then. Actually, I just got sent it by another friend of the show recently as well, so everybody sees this one and is like, this is good. Here's the headline. Vancouver Park slide removed due to noise complaints. A slide? A slide. At a playground? At a playground. So a new park was recently built in Vancouver, and I guess it was built with accessibility in mind. So there are certain things about the playground that are altered for certain accessibility purposes. I've seen these accessible playgrounds before, yep. Uh, So instead of a traditional slide, it was a slide made up of those metal cylinders. Oh, okay, where you can kind of roll down it? Yeah, yeah, which I've seen and been on before. Those are awesome as well. Um, I guess it's better for people with cochlear implants, those types of slides. So they put this in, and it's prompted all kinds of noise complaints. In fact, it got so many noise complaints that the city shut it down. So they have this playground, and then they... <laughs> shut it down. We're shutting it down. They wrapped around this slide, telling children that they cannot go down the slide because the residents can't handle the noise. How loud was this slide? Well, this is what I'm... And it's it's not like children are playing at like two in the morning. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's within reasonable hours. It's reasonable hours. You're probably at work for the most... Like, how loud are we talking here 
where you have to have so many noise complaints that you're it's basically like COVID again, where you're shutting down the playground. You're wrapping around. Taping it off and prepared to hand out fines to anyone who violates that, mm-hmm. that closure. And they're planning on removing it next. Wow. So we cannot have a slide for the children <laughs> because our soft Vancouver ears cannot handle the noise. The, the children are too loud. The children the slide, the slide is too loud. Are too loud. It's too boomy. It's hurting my ears. For the children to play on the slide. That is soft. Well, as we've done in the past, John, I think we should start a fundraiser f- for the victims of this slide. I those who are impacted well. by the noise from it. So, yes, yeah, uh, if you want to go ahead and text PUSS to yep. 12345, that will donate $5 to the recovery efforts for those impacted by the loud slide. That is PUSS to 12345. P U S S. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Friend of the show, John, sent me this perfect. Terry slash bro quote that he saw on the back of a truck. So this is like a white girl quote, but yes. from the world of Terry? Yes, which is a good mixture. And this is what it says. It just says, if you ain't giving her, you ain't living her. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Yeah, that is. That is. That is just fantastic. Terry's mantra. Yeah, that's the that's the first verse in Terry's Bible right there. Oh my God. And it is, it's a Terry bro quote because yeah. it is, it's a little bit inspirational, but it's very Terry. It's a new subgenre of bro quote that I don't think I'd really even considered before, but there it is. So if white girls like to scrawl their <laughs> quotes on Barnwood uh-huh. and throw pillows, mm-hmm. how does Terry, how does Terry display this to the world? Oh, geez. Does he like scratch it into the underside of an old truck hood and put that up on the wall of the shop? Or yeah. does he... Yeah, like I'm thinking that or... Like in permanent marker on the inside of a beer box? Yeah, I mean like that would be also the, the motto on his on his boat. Yeah. Right? Like he'd have that as the boat name essentially. You know how you have... The, it's nice like cursive writing a lot of the time. Terry's wouldn't be. He'd <laughs> probably have, again, scratched it himself or burnt it in there with a lighter. Back window decal for his truck that's just way too big. Yep. Takes up the whole back window and it Absolutely. says, if you ain't giving her, oh, yeah. you ain't living her. That's exactly it. Oh my God. What kind of rating does a bro Terry quote even get? Like, I don't know. We've never done this before. A mixture of a bro and a Terry. Like, yeah. like ACDC podcasts or how many Terry sneaking darts in the gym bathroom does this get? Like How many snowmobiles purchased with the proceeds of cryptocurrency? See, like it's got to be a fine balance here. It's difficult, but, I mean, it's, but right, it's a 10. Yeah, it's a 10. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f- they're going to say f***. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.